Welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We got Combo back in the studio once again for the official episode one of Weekly Prem Pods here on Petty's Pod. This is uh this is our third episode, I think, overall, but officially the uh, the first of the scheduled podcast. But we are going to get into some Prem talk and also some Champions League talk. We got a, a little debate segment as usual. So a uh, really fun episode. Stay tuned and stay locked in, and let's get straight into it. <laughs> I'm into the studio uh, for what is this episode? What three? Oh, uh, 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 prem talk. Yeah, I episode think three or four. Three uh, officially three. The, officially the first three. two were features, but now we're doing yeah. it's a weekly thing. No, yeah, yeah. Officially, uh, officially, we'll, we'll call three. it the third. Combo's back. What's going on, man? I'm good, guys. I'm happy to be here. I'm a little more, I'm a little more, a little more happy because your team won today. Yeah, I mean, we won five one. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean. Get, get get to talk about Darwin Nunes scoring a goal. They get better every day, every week. Every week. So uh, every week's another road to another trophy. If you're not a Chelsea fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, trophies. We'll talk about that in like what three years, maybe. Yeah. Three off. I mean, I don't know. We we at least get two a season. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, I honestly think Liverpool might be uh, messing around and, and contending for the Prem this year if Tottenham fall off at some point and Arsenal you. as well. Oh, uh, we're one six away from contending. What? We're one six away from contending for like we're one like we're one like ball dominant defensive minded number six. Oh yeah. Oh one. Okay. Got yeah. It, got one it. six there we away. Go. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Got and now it's clicking. Yeah. Now it's clicking. <laughs> no, he's it. right about that for sure. Um, but yeah, last time we were on, we talked. Uh, we did a whole prem debate, but that was because there was an international break. But this week, uh, I just want to recap to start off at least Chelsea Arsenal, biggest game of the biggest game of the last weekend. Um, so much implications for the title for Arsenal and Chelsea in terms of just getting back on track and starting their impossible run of games up until December. So I'll let you go first, though, and then I want to rip into my team a little bit. <laughs> All right, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see much of the game because Liverpool played at 4.30 Which is morning. completely fair. Yeah, you know, that's that, that Liverpool fan, yeah, yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. from what I saw, I mean, when I, when, I, when I woke up in the morning, I texted you, I was like, oh, snap, you guys are up 2-0. Right. And, then, and then I watched the game, and I see Declan Rice happen, and then it's 2-2, and then... I think I think though, however, like even though you guys were in the driver's seat to win, going into the game or to you, you would absolutely take a point versus Arsenal before the game even started. I think it's one of those growing pains of new teams is start is finishing. You know, obviously they got they got two and oh two oh. If you're up two oh, the sixty fifth minute you have to finish if you want to be a at successful home. team, especially yeah. at home yeah. too. So I think just one of those growing pains that Pochettino and his guys has just gotta get through. And I think as a Chelsea fan, it sucks. But that's the type of like era you're in right now, you know. You know, like you're getting through the growing pain, and then eventually, maybe three, four months from now, when, when in like May, May, when the season starts to get like for real, yeah, you, you guys maybe don't lose two zero in the sixty fifth minute. Yeah, yeah. You know? Here's here. Okay. All right. So, before I talk about Chelsea, I want to talk about Arsenal real quick. Two things. One, anyone who's calling Declan Rice world class after that game, like he's a great player, world class player, yeah. obviously. But after that game. Uh, that's shocking. Enzo and Caicedo absolutely dogged him. Like he was nowhere to be found um, throughout that whole game. And then he gets a free goal because, in my opinion, Enzo Fernandez was at fault for that, not Robert Sanchez. I mean, obviously he has to be more decisive in where he's passing the ball, but and if the ball was not moving that fast, Enzo just kind of let it run past him. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is Bakayo Saka winning man of the match. Wait, you, you were livid about this last night. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler was not happy about this at all, guys. I don't know how that's even possible. He wasn't, like, Cucurella is somehow, and same with Malagusto, like, somehow they're good. 
Uh, somehow, <laughs> somehow, someway. I have no idea. This guy, this is a guy that was in Chelsea fans' mind. I've heard a bunch of Chelsea fans on the internet say that they're apologizing to him. Um, and then like the Shaq meme of like, oh, like I'm not yeah, familiar yeah, with your game. game yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he was on the top of like, we have to sell this guy in the summer. Yeah. And now he's, uh, Chilwell's injured, Reese is injured. He's getting chances at right and left back and completely shuts down Bakayo Saka the entire game. And then he assists Trossard for the second goal. And it's just like, like, first of all, that was Robert Sanchez's fault as well. Yeah. Um, but Chelsea's side of things. One, I want to start off with the tactics from Poch. Uh, I think this is the best managed uh, 75 minutes of a Chelsea game I've ever seen since Tuchel left. So basically in like the last year. Uh, no Nico Jackson, no bro, yeah, no out-and-out striker. We go with Gallagher and Cole Palmer down the middle and them just kind of switching off. One will press, yeah. one will sit back as like an 8, not even a 10. And then they just keep switching off. And I, that was really awesome to see. And the only thing I could think of during that was, what 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 is Nkuku going to do in these tactics? Like right. That is exactly what he wants to see. Uh, he's not a true striker. He's not a true ten. So he plays in that kind of like no man's land and just gets goals and assists. Um, Mudrik would stay wide during that game, and I think it was yeah Sterling on the right. He would cut in more. So I think, and, and then Caicedo and Enzo were brilliant. Like they they were winning balls. Caicedo like covered the entire field. He was all over yeah, the I mean, place. I hope so. He got two hundred two hundred million dollar. Yeah, and that's exactly two. what we expect. That's what you need. Yeah, exactly. That's the bare minimum. Every yeah. game, we should be saying. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we were expecting from them. They showed Declan Rice levels. Um, and then we get into the last 15 minutes of the game where I was so ready to say I'm on the potch train, and I haven't been. I was, yeah, I think you did send me a text. You, you, you were really like, you might get it done, man. Yeah, yeah. and I was, like, I was like, I'm on the train. Like, get me on it. And then he subs in a half-injured Reese James... Uh, for absolutely no reason at right wing and then Malo Gusto gets caught out of position against Trossard and it's 2-2 before you know it like ah, ah, I, I don't know Rowan paints man that's all it is I don't know I mean the the substitutions from him I forget I forget who else he subbed on I think Madweke came on came on at some point for no reason uh, Jack oh Jackson as well came on it was awful uh, first two minutes of being on at a one on one um with Raya and just I don't even know what he did. He just let yeah. the ball right roll right uh into his hands. But as for Chelsea, I mean my key points I'll I'll just leave it off with this is is I the only positive that came out for me in that game was that it makes me a little bit more confident for Brentford this weekend. Like and, like and, and to be honest, that's all you need. Because if you like yeah. like I said, before the game we would have been ecstatic you got a point. It's just it's just the how you got the point right. was like kinda like a dang, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, like Combo said, the main thing coming out of that game was if like every Chelsea fan agrees with this. If you said we will take a draw before the game, we've been like ah, like all right, fine. Um, and be happy with it. But yeah. during the game, at halftime or at two zero, it's like ah, how do we how do we fumble that? But yeah, I, I I'm just a little bit more confident. And stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that's that's what makes like that's the beginnings of great teams. I mean, yeah, you have to go through the growing pain, like I've already repeated. Like even for like for a Liverpool fan, the one thing we can't what we've been doing time and time again mm-hmm. is we go down early in games. I can't like besides today in the Europa League when we got a one zero. That's the first time and I, I can remember when we're when we're starting off a game yeah. in the, in the front. So yeah. it's just something that new teams have to have to get like have to have to go through before they can like be solidified and just. Run. No, they yeah, they definitely gotta learn how to finish. But I'm excited. I, I think every game I'm gonna be heavily invested in every Chelsea game for the next couple of months. Um, not just because they're good games, but 
I don't know if we can get maximum points. Definitely that can't get maximum points, but yeah. like I mean you got a three, three and three through the first nine, so that's not, that's not good. Go goes back to your three sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean we'll we'll leave that off uh, where that is, whatever. But we can get into uh, really quickly. Combo Tanali is out for the rest yeah. of the season, banned from the Premier League. Get, was betting last year at AC Milan, and that's the second key player in the Premier League we've seen go down to something like this. Ivan Tony, obviously the first one, uh, but Tanali has solidified himself this season as one of the best midfielders in the Prem. So. How is this going to affect Newcastle on the table? I think we're first in general is to talk about the situation. I think it's really, like, I don't want to say, like, I see both sides of it. I think it's really harsh because in a sense, like, we, we see in the NFL, the NBA, FanDuel, DraftKings, the, right. the, the Bet365 for the, for the English Premier League. Right. How can the, the league itself be promoting these betting accounts? And then punish their players for taking part in it. Yeah, but like it really, like really it really, really doesn't make sense because you're promoting it, but saying, "Oh, la da da da." But until now, the situation, he wasn't betting in games he played in. He he was betting on Milan when he was hurt when he wasn't playing. Yeah. So like, if I feel like he, even though he did break the rule, he shouldn't have been ten months because I mean, if if, if it's like a Calvin Ridley situation or something like the player is betting in a game that they they themselves can control the that's outcome, then that's much worse. Yeah. I think they really like if they're going to continue to promote um, these betting sites and promote sports betting on, on TV channels, networks. Then they have to like understand that like players are humans too. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only difference between us and them is they play the sport, we watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think they need to figure out some new bylaws or something to do that. But in terms of tonality, he he has solidified that Newcastle midfield. Like earlier on, two three weeks ago, we talked about that being the best all around midfield in the yeah. entire Premier yeah. League or maybe even the entire world. Yeah. I mean, so that's obviously a huge, huge loss for Newcastle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, I haven't thought much about the situation because I just see, like, oh, like a player betting on, on whatever. I didn't know that he was betting on games he was injured in. Um, so, like like you said, 10 months is a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of Newcastle, for me, they go from a top, uh, a fourth-place contender, third-place contender to out, outside of that. And, yeah, and that's fair. That's a really big hole for the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who who fills that hole? Because now you have Joe Linton, Bruno Joel, G. I think I think that drops Bruno G back into the holding six that uh -huh. Tonali was, and then they put somebody else as the as a right sided midfielder. Yeah. I don't know who it's yeah, gonna like be. Joe Willock. Or yeah, like, probably, yeah, yeah. Someone like that. They'll figure it out. I yeah. mean, Eddie has a great coach. I mean, we've seen what he's done in a short amount of time. I think he'll figure it out. And then you you, you know how the Saturdays are when it comes to the transfer windows. Yeah. Like he'll be able to buy another midfielder yeah. to come the January yeah. transfer. No, yeah, it's it's kind of sad to see because I haven't watched too much of Newcastle. I would have loved to watch them. I loved Tonali but just because of FIFA really last year, <laughs> and I knew a lot about him at AC Milan. Um, but, yeah, that's 10 months is a little crazy. I didn't know he was betting on games he was injured in. But you're right, though. Like, yeah. The promotion and, and all that stuff is just – it's on it's on the sideboards at stadiums yeah. as well. Like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we can get into uh, our little debate debate uh, segment for this uh, for this week. And that is going to be Premier League uh, season. We're doing three of these throughout the season. Early yeah. season awards, mid-season awards, and uh, we'll obviously we'll do end of season. Um, but yeah, to start off this week uh, and this season, really, we got the early season awards. We got player of the season, golden boot prediction, and then a little team of the season. And then maybe at the end, we'll get into to, uh, some Champions League talk uh, because that was back this week as well. Um, but to start off, though, player of the season combo. So far, so far. This isn't your prediction going forward. This is so far. So far, at the current moment, 
It'd be tough to say. I think player of the season, I think it has to go to James Madison. I mean, early, like early on. Like if we're just going off of <laughs> if we're just going off if you're talking about if you're talking about impact to a team and goals, assists, leadership, I think James Madison's been everything and then some for the Spurs yeah. this season. Like I think he's been a, he's he's hands down player of the season in my opinion. No one I and I, what's crazy is I'm gonna I have the same one. Um I have James Madison's well, eight goal contributions in nine games, uh, and you're filling a role of someone who would have given you the same same numbers, but as a much bigger player. And the main question for them was, who's going to replace Harry Kane? They didn't sign a new striker, really. And he's come in, and him and Son are looking like one of the best duos in the Prem as well. Right. Um, but yeah, they you don't you forget as well that him, Tielemans, like Vardy, all these guys from. From Leicester, are like going down. Are they going to get big transfers? And I don't. Did Tielemans end up getting one? Uh, Tielemans, he, he's at Villa, right? With, uh, uh, right. Under Unai Emery, yeah. he went yeah. to Villa. Yeah. And so Madison was like towards the end of the transfer market because he was one of the guys where it's like he's good enough to be a solid prem player for a top six team. Yeah. Where's he going to end up? He goes to Tottenham, and he's just he's balled out so far this season. And I expect him to continue as well. He's got all the confidence in the world. His team is actually really good. Uh, their coach is good, and and we've we've talked about Tottenham a couple of times already, but yeah, I I guess we got the same one there for player of the season so far, Jan Madison. Um, golden boot prediction. It's hard not to be boring with this, yeah, and just say Holland, like and and still like Holland, Salah, and Son. I think are the consensus top yeah. three. Yeah, it's just, it's just like when you have a robot of a striker who literally puts every chance away. I mean, it's hard not to. That, that, that that's that's gonna be Erling Holland's award for however long he's in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, it's hard to be born with that. We're obviously going to both pre- predict Holland, but I think, is there a dark horse you want to mention? Combo, maybe like a- Alex Isak or something yeah, like that? Isak e- 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 and Jared Bowen are sitting on six, but I think it'll be the top three that, that is right now, Holland, Salah, and Son for the, for the remainder of the year. Yeah. I think, think it'll be one, one of those three will we'll find a way to win it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think the last thing we got, this could, this is where we could, uh, we could disagree real quick, though, is... is team of the season combo from goalie to front three we can go let's do what we did last time we can go goalie and defense first give me okay. your give me your back and then i'll go midfield and goalie i think it's i think it's pretty obvious he's been the best goalie in the premier league since he's been there oh stop it um stop he, it. is there a bias in this in this a hundred percent because yeah. just time and time out like it, like 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 you know you know your your greatness when it's like people get kind of bored watching because they know you're gonna produce, like you know it's gonna be hard to beat Allison. And time and time again, he's shown why he's the best in the world. So I think even even though it's early on in the season, it's Allison. I think he's the best goalie in the Premier League. And then I'll go center back. I'll go I'll go Saliba. I think William Saliba is starting to get into that upper echelon of. Um, great center backs. I mean, we saw what he did against um, City two weeks ago when he pocketed Erling Haaland. Yeah. That was the great performance. That's, that's like his only case, I think. Like he get, gets better every game. Yeah. yeah, and then and I, I, th- I think he's flying under the radar, and I guess only us Liverpool fans can see the level he plays in week in, week out. I think Virgil van Dijk's back to being Mr. Consistent. Really? And then, because I think, like, the, the biggest thing for van Dijk was, he, like, he had his dominant year, then he tore his ACL. And then it came back, and he was a little iffy last season. Now he's like he's back to being like commanding on the ball. Yeah. I, think, I think the biggest the biggest showcase for him was when we play those the top six teams again. 
But even in that Spurs game, he was dominant. Like, like he's back to being that first leader. He's just a little bit older now. You know what I mean? He still has his pace oh, yeah. with him. Yeah. I think he's great. And then for right back, I, th- I think it's still Trent. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold. Or the, the only other person I could give you over Trent would be Kyle Walker. Mm-hmm. But I think it's 1A, 1B between those guys in the Premier League. And, yeah. then, and then for when it comes to left back, just because there's a lack of dominant left backs in, in the Premier League when healthy, I think, like I said, it's got to be between Cucurella or Robertson early on in the season. Wow. Shout out Cucurella, man. Yes. What, a, what a guy. Um, for me, it's going to be Jose Saad in net okay. so far. I, w- I didn't want to go Allison. I just didn't want he's like, <laughs> He's like the most talented goalie, but... I've always been confused by Allison, but then, like, Liverpool fans, like, who I'm friends with, like, give me back down to, like, why he's good. Because when you guys struggled over the last couple of years, like, you're letting in two, three goals a game. Right. But, like, he's still consistently making the most saves. So it's yeah, always no, been, like, yeah, a no, no, look, like, we're giving up chances, but, like, he's, he bailed us out time and time. Like, like we should we should average, like, we should be giving up two or three goals a game, but we only give it really one yeah, yeah. or one and a half. Yeah. To, like, um, so I got Jose Sa. I think uh, he's got what the third most saves. I think maybe second most saves so far this season. Uh, and he's always he always kills Chelsea as well. He always impresses me when I watch him. Uh, that's the Wolves goalie, by the way. Um, Trippier is my right back, just because I think when it comes to uh, when it comes to right backs, I was gonna put Trent on here because he is the most. He's the third most I think through balls completed. Yeah, but he was hurt for a good yeah, amount of time, and yeah. Trippier has been really good. I'm, I'm yeah. not mad at that. I'll, no, I'll Trip, take that. Trippier will go as my right back a little, and then here's my bias pick as well. It's gonna be Disasi as one of my center backs, and Saliba the other one. Disasi is a is a guy who made mistakes in his first game, just like Thiago Silva did when he first came to Chelsea, and has turned into a solid. He's not the paciest, but. His positioning defensively as well, especially on counterattacks as well. Yeah. He shuts him down. He's good in the tackle. He can win aerial balls. Um, so he's been really good. He's been an underrated signing, in my opinion, especially for Chelsea, um, going under the radar behind, like, Caicedo and, like, yeah, at big players. But Saliba's my other one, just simply because of the Man City game. I haven't watched too much Arsenal this season. But, like, simply, like, we scored more goals against them than City did. Yeah. But, no, he's definitely, he's definitely been the best center back this year. Um, my left back... This is a little weird, but it's going to be Ake. <laughs> From Man City. Oh, Nathan, Nathaniel <laughs> Ake. Okay. For, 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 for a second, I was, I was confused. <laughs> but I, 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 I can understand that. This is a guy that. that this is a guy that has, has been completely like out of favor because other players have been playing better yeah. than like John Stones and Diaz and, and Gloriel even has come in. Yeah. And then he's still that good that he has to be in the team and they yeah. put him at left back and maybe CDM sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was originally a center back coming from Bournemouth and then yeah, now he's coming from Chelsea. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, a, as a little kid, but but um no, yeah, I think this is a, like to show Pep that like you're good enough to be in the team no matter what position you're playing is a, is a big thing. Yeah. That kind of goes underrated, but yeah. So, Jose saw Trippier, Disasi, Saliba, Ake is my back five per se, um, and then we can get in the midfield real quick. I think, I think this is the only answer. I think we're gonna have different ones, but I think mine's the only answer. Enzo, Paqueta, and Madison is my Ooh. midfield. Not, it's not really positional, but like. No, no, it's fine. It's just, this is the best midfield. Thing. Enzo and Lucas have the most through balls completed, but I think they might have the most passes completed, or like top ten in that. Um, and then Madison as well. I can't put him player of the season and then not include him in the team. Obviously, he's the ten. Pacquiao's the eight in this situation. It ends up would be the six. But no, I, I think that's a good midfield. I think we we both agree on Paqueta. I think I have him in mind too. I mean, like 
this guy, this guy's a baller. Yeah. I like he, he'll be he'll be leaving West Ham either in January or in the summer. Yeah. Like like he just I love the way like he plays the game with joy, flair. He's always dancing, Brazilian, happy. Yeah. Like, like he just that that Brazilian flair and aura he has. Yeah. I I think he's a great midfielder. And then for me too, we match with Madison. I, I say we two of the same players. Mm-hmm. And then show was like for me. I had to put down the yeah, show yeah. was like what an absolute baller he's been. Um. Yeah, so for me, it's Paqueta, Shobosly, and Madison. That's my midfield three. And then I guess I'll, I'll do the attackers. I think it's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. The best right winger in the league. It'll be now, middle of the season, until the day he leaves the Premier League. Noni Madwick. It's it's Mohamed Salah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Se- like, seven goals, four assists already in the first nine games. Like, it's absolutely like. Nah, he's in a position now where he needs to be that guy for them, especially this might be his last season. Yeah, as well. yeah. For, like, we were having we were having this talk. Um, we were having this talk last night just just to like branch off a little bit. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, we've had we've had multiple legends play for Liverpool, play for the badge, but for like the Liverpool fans born in two thousand five, like like my our age, most of Salah's been like our legend. No, know? yeah, like, like when like I think of Liverpool been, I think of Van Dyke, yeah. Salah Allison. Like, 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 Salah's been like our great attacking yeah. forward. And I think the best thing the the, the, be, the best way for him to leave this summer would be like we win the Europa League, we we win the Prem, go go which isn't impossible. I think we can accomplish two like we can accomplish one quadruple. And then I th- then I think Saudi Arabia gives Jurgen Klopp a two hundred fifty million pound offer, and then we let him go. Yeah, it's gonna be sad. It's gonna be hard to replace. But I mean, that's a great year when winning two top trophies, two hundred fifty million dollars. I don't know how you say no to that. And then he, and then he helps us build again for and go and then we go again. I mean, I think it would be another Coutinho situation where we sell a player for a lot of money. And the thing about Liverpool and the way like it, it like for a Liverpool fan that does like irk us and piss us off sometimes because we don't spend money. But when we do spend money on a player, nine right. times out of ten, we always get it right. Let's look at this year, Shobos like Gravenberg, I think was, and, and he was only forty mil from Bayern. That too. was a great signing. Yeah, and McCall- I, McAllister was thirty-five. Yeah, like I'm not super high on McAllister yet, just because of the way he's performing. I didn't, I wasn't super high on that Brighton either. Um, I also don't like Argentinian players if they're not, <laughs> if they're not Enzo. Um, but no, yeah, Salah. In terms of Salah, like that's Mbappe money right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have Mbappe. I, I, I think, I think, like we were talking last night, there's no way he goes to United. There's no way he goes to Chelsea. No, prem, prem teams, Liverpool right. by far. Yeah, won. and he that, said that too. Yeah, and then City already have Holland. I think if Mbappe were to come, Newcastle would be second, honestly. It, but I think, I think he cares more about like. Heritage and then like how big the club is. Yeah. I think Newcastle's on the rise, but I think if he comes to the premise, definitely Liverpool. Imagine a front line of Luis Diaz, Darwin Nunes, and Kylian Mbappe. That's that's literally just disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, so hopefully you know I I don't want him to leave, but if we get two fifty three hundred million pounds for him, you you, you literally yeah, cannot no. turn that down. No, like I said, ideal ideal solid situation. He retires at Liverpool, but yeah, that's unrealistic. Yeah, it's not realistic. And then what do you have? Holland and Son together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't want to be biased, but like, and then and then then even just to just like Holland robotic, and you kind of have to put him up there. I want to show some love to Ollie Watkins from Villa. Oh, for sure. He's been an absolute baller. baller. Yeah. Like he's five goals in the first nine games of the yeah. year. Like he's the big thing for Ollie Watkins early on in his career was that he was just a just a pace guy. He mm-hmm. could just outrun you. Now we're starting to add that ball movement. That that, that contributed to a seven-two defeat of. <laughs> he did that. But now, like, he's being more clinical, finishing. I think he has what it takes to be a great striker. Yeah. And then also Julian Alvarez, Holland's understudy, who's been absolute. I think Julian Alvarez starts for every every team in the Premier League besides Liverpool and City as striker. Yeah, and, and, and him and Holland, like, now playing together is scary it, because it, they're completely different as yeah. well. But his finishing's ridiculous. Yeah. 
So that that that, that, would, that would round off mine. And then and then if I if we're not doing coaches, but just because I want to say some coaches love, I can't say his I can't say his last name, but I go with Ang Potesclu, whatever. Like Ange, Angeball. Angeball. I always say his name. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I think ta- that's the only answer here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Tottenham fan, but just the way he's never changed that club when it's come in and just be this to get the it, it, in English football. It's one thing to win games. Yeah. But to win over the fan base as quickly as he did, That's really and to have the boys playing like they're they're top of the table right now, hint, round well, of well, it's Tottenham as well. Like, like, this just, is not an easy thing to yeah. do. Like you get judged. Yeah, like, we've seen guys like like, like Conte, Mourinho, gone they, they in seconds. Do. Yeah, and this guy's led them to their best start of the season. For me, it's it's the same. Salah, Holland, Son. I think. Son and Madison like play off each other so well. Yeah, it's fun to watch. They're they're a good one two combo. Yeah, yeah. And he's come and like I said with Madison, he's come in and he's just completely eliminated questions about what are they going to do without Kane. And then Ainge as well is is proving to be probably like if he if they finish top four, like he's in contention to be like the best Tottenham manager of all time after yeah. one season. Um, but I think yeah, I think we'll do a little uh, a little Champions League talk now for a bit. All right, yeah, Champions League back this week, uh, obviously. So we'll get into straight, first question combo. Can City repeat? Um, I think that they have the ability to. I just don't think they will. I think repeating in the Champions League is the hardest thing in the world to do yep. unless your name is Real Madrid. I think they've made it their competition. I think Pep got lucky. I mean, I don't want to say lucky. Like, it was about time City got one. I mean, they are going to run away with the group. I mean, they're top of the group, nine points. I mean, they don't they really have any competition. I think the only road, like, this, this is probably the, I don't want to say, not to disrespect the competition, but this is definitely the weakest the Champions League has been in a long time. Uh-huh. I think, obviously, you have your dominant teams in Bayern, Arsenal, Real, Napoli, Inter, PSG, Dortmund, City, Barca. But for the rest of the field, there's not really... Any like scare like no yeah like last year was Napoli like you have to be scared of that isn't yeah. like what they are right now. Um, Atletico aren't very good. There's teams that have played themselves out of that role. Like, yeah, I, I, I would go as far as saying PSG as well. Yeah, like like PSG over the last couple of years have been like oh like they're the favorite to win Champions League. Are they gonna fumble? Like yes, they're yeah. gonna fumble, but they're the favorite. But yeah, I I still, I still think it's Real Madrid's competition. I mean, I'm picking them to win. This yeah, year as well. like like I was watching Real Madrid play Sevilla the other day and. Yeah. Real Madrid, like, and I have a couple of Real Madrid friends, and they always say that, like, Real Madrid in the La Liga is a totally different size from Real Madrid in the Champions League. Like, yeah. it's, it's abundantly clear they care about the Champions League yeah. way more than La Liga at this point. So I, I think City will have to go through that road again. I don't think they'll repeat. I think they maybe get to the semifinals. I, 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 I think they go on a run, but I just don't think they get it done again. Yeah, I think, they, I think that's a max for them as well. I think they go to the semifinal. Um, I've been picking Madrid as well. All season, I think that Jude Bellingham is like he's yeah, that guy. Absolutely, I mean, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot to. We didn't talk about this. This is I did a I did a pod last a couple of weeks ago with uh, Will Franzen, and shout out Will. And and um, I said Jude Bellingham is the best player in the world right now. That's what I led the podcast off with. I'm not mad at that. I think I know us us Liverpool fans kind of kind of sat in and work out. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he makes it down to. Anfield Road at least once in his career, maybe a year or two, but I think he's gonna be the next Real Madrid star the next ten to fifteen years. I think he's an absolute baller. Sucks we couldn't get him in the prem, but yeah, what what a, what a player he is. I mean, he's he's going to what ten ten straight games yeah. or something like that. Absolutely ridiculous. I think he's got eleven and ten, or like twelve and eleven. It's yeah, like yeah, and, and for and for all the people out there calling him a tap in merch or saying this down and third, he's a midfielder. 
His job is not to get ten goals. Oh, and he crea- like, he like, creates the passes ex- that lead to the tap. Exactly. Well. He, he 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 just one of those like you know in basketball you, you say follow your shot. He just following his path and then the ball just finds him. I haven't him. seen someone move like him like since Iniesta, dude. To be honest, like his movement and his ability, like who I think they're playing Napoli. Like I came up with this take after the Napoli game, I mm-hmm. think when they won what three two. Yeah, in that game, so. and he scored as well. He had an assist, and there was. I think it was for his goal or for Vinny's goal that he assisted where the where whoever was playing left back, I think it was Camavinga maybe, gets the ball or no, it's really Mendy. He had the ball like high up, like around the midfield line as the left back. And one Napoli player as the six would mark Jude Bellingham the whole game. He took one step off of Bellingham and Jude Bellingham completely filled the space that he was leaving behind. Gives the ball to Bellingham, he turns and then, I, again, I can't remember if it was his assist where yeah. he laid it off to Vinny or just ran and scored, but he did one or the other. And it was just like, that mentality is, is in only players I've seen in guys like Xavi Alonso, Iniesta, Xavi, and De Bruyne. Like, yeah. Those are honestly the only players I can think of that, that make those kind of movements. Like, it's ridiculous. It does, he makes the game look so easy as well. When you look at him, you, you look at guys that go for higher prices than he did, like Enzo or like... like players that are good but then it's like oh like how hard is it to do that but it's like his mentality for the game is absolutely ridiculous i think that not only is he gonna is, is he gonna be real madrid's number one for a while he's gonna be the reason england are gonna be contending for the world cup at, at a certain point yeah and, and the thing about Bellingham is he's only 20 years old too. it's ridiculous like he he has the world at his feet he has the ability to be, go down as one of the best if not the best midfielder in the world by the time he's done I think yeah. going to Real Madrid he's going to win every trophy possible he'll, he'll win it now just a point of like how bad does he want it himself because, mm-hmm. because as a player I mean like he's had the world at his feet since he was 18 19 years old going from Birmingham like like he was 16 17 years old getting his jersey retired by Birmingham City Yeah. and everybody thought the club was crazy and he had a brother, brother too, and yeah his brother Joby's yeah. He's a baller himself, yeah. you know. So hopefully Liverpool does get a Bellingham to, 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 to wear the red shirt. They're, they're identical. Yeah, no, too. literally. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think Jude's going to be a great player for years to come. Um, I think by the time he's done with his career, he'll be in that Iniesta, Modric, Zidane talk of the yeah. best, midfielder, best midfielder of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, though, is PSG. Uh, I already talked about it a little bit, but how far do you think they can go? Do you think – is the final realistic for them, let alone a championship? <sighs> I think PSG, they're like the Cowboys of European soccer. Oh, yeah. I mean, they... I like to say that about United, but, yeah. like, in terms of the Champions League. Yeah, in terms of the yeah. Champions they're like the Cowboys. I mean, they, they, have the, they have the best players year after year. You had a front three of Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar, and didn't win it. Not only do they didn't... Like, they, they didn't get to a final. Like, I think PSG, like, obviously, obviously they beat Milan 3-0, Mbappe scored, Colomani scored... Lee Kang in score. I think, like, they have the ability, but it's just, there's just, there's just something about when they get passed around at 16 that the, the, some, something's not right there. Yeah. I don't know if it's coaching. I mean, maybe it is the fact they that... they had, like, eight the, different coaches. Yeah, they move on from a manager every two years for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they've never had that, like, stability of one coach that just back them and players trust in buying or process. Yeah. Because you cannot change a program or a team's culture in a year. Right. You need time. You need two, three, four, five years, and eventually see how they do. 
I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the 11 they played versus uh, Milan. I mean, that they, the front three is dangerous. Mwani and Bappe and Dembele. And they're one of the best so front young, three. Dude. And then Vitinha and Ugarte, the two holding midfielders. And then Zadi and Murray as their attacking midfielder. They, they, the team's good He's enough. 18, yeah, they, they, the team, he might be 17. I yeah, I think I saw that too. Yeah, like, like the team's good enough. I just think it's just, they're just, they have to get over the hump. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they need to just have a prayer circle before each game after after the round of sixteen, yeah. but they they should be able to do it. There's just something wrong there. I don't know. I mean, the the manager thing is like, I hated PSG like when Zlatan and Cavani were there. Chelsea would somehow always play them in the round of sixteen or like the round of eight in the Champions League, and we always lost to them. And like they've had so like they had a different manager every time we played them. Like I think yeah. it was like what like. Four, it was like something like four straight years we yeah. played them in a significant Champions League game, and yeah, I don't know. It's like the coach. They've had good coaches as well. Yeah. Like who's there? Is it who's there right now? Um, it, it I, might, I, I might be Luis Enrique. Yeah, it might yeah, be Luis Enrique. Right? Yeah, then they had Tuchel, and, like, then, that's and then they had Pochettino, and like they were like Tuchel had, leaves and goes and wins the Champions League with a yeah. much worse team. Yeah, like. I don't know what's wrong with them. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I like the Cowboys thing for them to change the prime wise. I think United will always oh, be the Cowboys, yeah. um, just because of the fans. Um, next, I want to talk about: Does Newcastle get out of the group? Can they get out of the group? That they were in there. I think they had the the tough the group of death, right? Yeah, they're they're in, PS, they're in PSG and Milan. Yeah, with PSG Milan Dortmund. They're one one and one right now, but so is Dortmund. I think. Milan's 0-2. Yeah, yeah, Newcastle's, uh, Newcastle's, yeah. They're third. I mean, they're tied on points with Dortmund, but I, I think just because Milan's been so terrible in the group and not, not getting a win, they might be able to sneak through on points. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in the Europa League. I think that's kind of where Newcastle belongs yeah. anyway. I think they had a Cinderella one last year, but it's trying to bring them back to reality. They're not, they're not that top club just yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, – just a little Champions League talk. I know, who who your winner is Madrid, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, gonna be Madrid, Madrid or Bayern. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about Bayern. Yeah, as well. Harry, Harry Kane's been on fire. I'm, 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 I'm happy for Harry Kane. I've watched a couple of their games. Well, I forget about I forget about some of their players. Yeah. Nabry, Sane, um, Coleman as well. Two, I'm so happy for Tuchel as well. Uh, I think that I'm sticking by. I mean, if anyone listened to this podcast after Tuchel got fired last year. I said that it was the worst decision in sports history, like any sport. You, you did say that. Yeah. You, and, and, and you've been very adamant about how terrible we're firing now. <laughs> well, so is the club as well. Yeah. Like, what have shown that that was a good idea. But, um, no, I know you want to talk about your team for a second. Yeah, I just, just want to harp on the Merley side derby from the weekend. Sean Dyke, Sean Dyke, however you say that ginger guy's name, I think he is the worst tactical manager in Premier League history. There's nothing that pisses me off than a manager – that like 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 going going into halftime, I think it was what zero zero or one zero something mm-hmm. like that. They did get a red card because Ashley Cole made a terrible challenge. So so we're at one zero. Like we 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 weren't playing that dominant. Like it's a Merseyside derby. It's never no, yeah, it's like, 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 like no matter what you go like you you try to win. Yeah. There's nothing that made me that makes me more mad than when coaches concede a game. Well, like yeah. going like out of the halftime, like out of the break, they take they take off two strikers, put in two defenders. They play a back five the entire rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. Like this is it like that's fine at Burnley at a small club that's fine this is Everton mm-hmm. even though we hate Everton they're a solid sized club mm-hmm. like 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 no matter what Goodison Park it, it, it's it's a great it's a great venue like yeah. playing playing a parking the bus 
in the Merseyside Derby and just conceding the game and just I it, it irked me. I, I was so happy we got those two goals and we won, but I think Sean Dyche. I think he's a terrible man. Fun fact about Sean Dyche is actually that um, he flew over to uh, Stamford Bridge for the last fifteen minutes of the Chelsea game, and oh. Potch went to the Potch went. He left. Yeah. And Sean Dyche, yeah, yeah. Sean Dyche coached us for the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably why you lost. I mean, Sean Dyche's a terrible, 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 terrible manager. And that's, how, that's how I get that off my chest. But then and another thing, just for, like, Liverpool, I think right now we're third or fourth in the table. We have that one. But put an asterisk next to it. I'm not counting it as a loss. That was – we got robbed. I mean, they, they, how, long, how long is that going to – is that until the end of the season when that gets brought up? Yes, what? because think about it. Like, every point in the Premier League matters. No, because the thing is, like, if Tottenham were as bad as they've been over the last couple of years, it wouldn't matter. But they're, like, ahead of you guys this yeah, year. Yeah, no. And, and, and I think it's, it's going to come down to, like, we're going to be within a point of the title and we're going to come back and come back to that game and be like, this yeah. is why yeah. VAR is the reason why we lost. But I think – Liverpool, I mean, we, we dismantled Toulouse in Europa League today, 5-1. Yeah, got, got it done easy. Now we're playing Nottingham Forest on the weekend. We have a good stretch of games we should be able to win. Uh, I think we're looking good. I mean, yeah. I think, like I said, we're, we're a six away. We're, we're one defensive minus six away. And then we can let Showbeth Lie get loose, McAllister get loose. And if we'll you guys get, get that, not, not in January, but, like, next summer when you're back in the Champions League, I think. Champions League's in play for you guys. Oh, yeah. If, 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 like, we'll see what happens with Salah. The, the, the one thing about Liverpool, especially with Jurgen Klopp, is we're not out of anything until it's absolutely over. Right. The, that's one thing. Like, like when he came here, he said, I'm going to turn, turn you guys from doubters to believers. He's right. done it. Like, how, how many European rematundas have we done? How many games have we been down in the 80s minute we find a way to win? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The, yeah. That's what the culture is. We go down and go, okay, we're going to score. We're going we're gonna to score three and beat you 3-1. Like, I think we always have a chance to clap at the helm, and I'm just excited to see what the season does. I think, at the very least, expectations win the Europa League, uh-huh. win Cup, FA Cup or Carabao Cup. At, at, the very, at the very least, we get two trophies this year. That's the expectation. And then, obviously, compete in the Premier League. Yeah. No, I think, I think like I said, I think you guys, if City somehow managed to uh, lose a game here and there, or draw games here and there, um, you guys are going to be uh, next up. For winning the prime, in my yeah. opinion, this year. And then, and then if, if, if I think every Liverpool fan would back this, if we after like if we're, if we're at a point where it's either win the Europa League and the FA Cup or Carabao Cup or win the Premier League, I'm yeah. taking the take, I'm taking the Premier League every day of the week. Right, right, right. Like I think, I think our fans deserve um, deserve to be able to celebrate a Prem title. I mean, obviously we won it in COVID. They didn't really get the chance to celebrate it. I think we deserve to celebrate the Premier League title. And I think just for our core group of guys, the Van Dyke, Allison, Trent, Salah, they deserve another title. Yeah. But like they've been the best we've had in a long time. Well, I think like, like, this year saw is gone. Yeah, the, and Dyke, that's yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I, I would take a I'll take a I'll take a Prem title, three hundred million in the bag, and like just you know lo- yeah. lo- love Salah from afar. Yeah. No, I think whoever replaces Salah in the summer. Whoever fills that uh, that gap at six, you're getting a prime Darwin next year. You're getting a prime Luis Diaz. You're getting like like honestly like a prime Trent, even though yeah. he's already had an all time yeah, career. Yeah, he's only twenty. He's only twenty three years old. Yeah, like, like 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 Trent. Trent's been Trent came to the scene like 2016, 17 as an academy yeah. kid. Like Cody Gak. We haven't even mentioned. Yeah, Cody and because he's right? been hurt. This is yeah. what I say. Like this is this is what I t- talk to you about Trent. Like obviously, like he gets um hate now, but. He's the all-time leading assister by defending the Premier League at 23. Yeah, he's not leaving Liverpool. 
Like, like he's already a vice captain now. But no, there's a few players in the world that like when you get into a transfer market, you're like, yeah. like is this guy like who's the best right back? Yeah. I can go get Trent. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. not available though. L- like Trent's gonna be that Steven Madera type. That's what he's not leaving. Well, like, like like he bleeds Liverpool. That he's a, he's a scouser kid. He'll be there until he's done. He's 23 years old. I give him another 10 years at the very least. Like he's gonna end up like you mean to tell me 10 years we're not gonna win at least another title. Or, or another, no, no, another he'll be a legend. Like, I'm just I mean? saying, like next year, if you can fill, there's gonna be two holes. One's gonna be the six, and the other one's gonna be a solid leaving potentially. Yeah. If you can fill those two holes, Shoot. like you're getting prime versions Shoot. of players that are yeah. very dangerous. Give me, give me Liao, give me KK, Cabrera, oh Cavella, like, like give me one of those two guys. Of course, Mbappe would be the wish list, but I, I know FSG. Unless we get new new management, we're not gonna we, they're not gonna justify two hundred million pounds on a player. But I think I think he would be for free though. But he he, he just want his, his contract demands would just be probably outrageous for us. Yeah, yeah. No, so I think yeah that'll wrap it up for this week of uh of Prem Talk for uh, the official the official Thursday Friday. You know we don't know officially what day it's going to be on every week but there will be one every week yeah um combo thanks for coming on once again of course um it's excited to be doing this weekly now yeah no 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 and we'll see how the season develops as well we have two two teams one who could potentially be in contention for for a title in, the, in mind who could potentially on the come be, up on the come yeah, up on the come up. so, <laughs> so think it's, about it positively it's, it's going to be a week by week thing here on this podcast it's gonna be interesting um and of course champions league we'll be talking about as the season goes and as as that gets more interesting but um That's going to wrap it up for this week, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.